Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Great People Show. I am your host, J.J. White, and back once again in The Great People Studio is my partner in crime, James Muncy. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. How's it going? It's going great, man. It's going great. Hope you had a good Easter. Oh, yeah. Bunnies, eggs. What could go wrong? Candies. Yeah. Well, you know, when you get a bunch of kids and candy, a lot can go wrong. <laughs> no, it was a great uh, great weekend. Glad to be back. Ready for a super week. Yeah, me too. So thanks, everyone, for being here this morning, whether you're listening to us on Facebook Live, the podcast, 92.7 FM here in Richmond. Thank you for being here and allowing us to be a part of your journey. Every show, every single show we deliver to you, our listener, the insights and inspirations to live different. I've kind of lost track of which episode we're on with our live different theme series, mini series, maxi series, whatever you want to call it. Uh, But I know for me personally, and maybe it's because I do the show, I don't want to speak for anybody else. I don't want to speak for you. I certainly don't want to speak for myself too often (laughs) and absolutely cannot speak for our listeners. But I know just focusing on the word different in everything I do makes me second guess a lot of things. Like I, I, I wonder often if I'm just getting just in a rut and I do what I do every single day because I just do it. Yeah. Like, I just do. I don't know. It's tough sometimes to know the difference between when we're in a rut and when we're performing at our best. I think I think that's something that to me has just always been sort of a gut gut instinct. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, a lot of people, maybe you the listener right now, are, are, are dealing with this where you just get so comfortable in doing what you're doing all day long that you don't really think about doing anything different. Why would you do different? Especially if there's nothing going wrong and we start to use the litmus test of, well, nothing's going wrong. Why should I change it yeah. in our life? And we we kicked off the series talking about all the barriers to living different, which was change and risk and getting out of our comfort zone and, and all those all those great things. And our last episode, we talked about, or we, I guess we started to move into this phase of what you need to live different, what you need to have to live different. That's a very important word. And the first one was courage. And today's episode, which I should scoot over for our viewers because it was dropping the A, aspiration. Mm-hmm. You know what you find whenever you Google the word aspiration? What's that? A whole lot on a medical condition called aspiration. Yeah. Now, you're you're in the quasi-medical field here with your fire EMS thing. Yep. Is that an... It, I, do you know about aspiration? I, I yes, I certainly do. Okay, so um, <clears throat> what is what is the medical side of that? I mean, it has nothing to do with our show, mm. but I'm just curious. What is the medical side of that? Well, it could be like choking on something, like he was aspirating. This on is a absolutely perfect. Piece I, of bread. I was looking, and I did. I swear, James, I didn't look. For, I did not look at the <laughs> the definition of aspiration medically when I did. I was really hoping, in my heart of hearts, that it would have something to do, like an analogy with what we're talking about. Okay, today. how how's that? How did I do? Choking on the status quo. They boom. I mean, we didn't even rehearse this beforehand. This is great. Yeah. It works out absolutely perfectly. So many of us are choking on the status quo and we don't even realize it. So I'm assuming just using my 45, actually 44, I'll be 45 on Saturday, by the way. Happy birthday. I'm not 45 yet. I'm still in the sub lower, lower nether regions of the 40s. Yeah. And uh, in my 44 years of life, um, I think I've I've choked on the status quo 
most of my life mm-hmm. and didn't even realize I was choking. Hmm. Isn't that the way people are in life? Life is that. What is what does choking on the status quo mean to you? Um, not being able to get the oxygen of my calling into me. Okay. And just being able to, to not breathe life for what it is, but to breathe life for what it should be for me. Isn't that what a real aspiration is? Yeah. Is, is looking for the next level. Look, let's talk about aspiration. The, the part of aspiration that we're going to talk about today, not the lacking oxygen type, but that, that's it, right? Lacking oxygen, essentially, yeah. when mm-hmm. you're in aspiration. Yep. Um, so the real definition of aspiration, not that the other one was fake, is a hope or ambition of achieving something. And so what is the difference between aspiration and a vision or aspiration in dreams? Or I think the more important question is aspirations and goals. I mean, a lot of the time they're the same. I mean, if you can say, well, John aspires to be a doctor, and you can say, well, John's v- vision and dream in life is to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. I think I think the biggest difference is that sometimes when you we say aspire, maybe the person is doing more actual concrete steps in, in accomplishing That's good. Uh, what, what they're after. I mean, an aspiring doctor is somebody in medical school. I dream of being a doctor, J.J., but it's never going to happen. Yeah, we're we're getting it, it's getting late in the third quarter. Yeah, or second quarter. A bit. Well, I guess it depends on which you're you're younger than I am. So, is an aspiration answering the question, "What do you want to do when you grow up?" or "Who do you want to be when you grow up?" Could be. I mean, it depends on how specific you have to be. I mean, I I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> how about you? Should you ever have that all figured out? I don't know. There, you know, there are. I know some people who do, and honestly, I can be a little envious of that trait in those people. Mm-hmm. So we all know some people in life who have it all figured out. They either have a career, they they have a a, a job that they absolutely love and are passionate about, and it's you know they'll say it's what I was meant to do. I've been doing this since I was you know eighteen years old, and thirty years later, I still love going to work every day. And then we meet people more like me who, I mean, I've been fairly successful, but I, I, I've i reinvented myself multiple times and, and I've enjoyed doing that and I'll probably do it again before it's all said and done. Uh, and I still don't really know specifically what I want to do. Um, but there, Can I interrupt just for yeah. a second? So obviously at every level of disruption – you kept going and, and kept reaching for something bigger and bigger and bigger. So what is the overarching aspirations that you had at every, like every time that you, you took a, a 90 degree turn and said, I'm going over here so I can move upward faster. There must've been a bigger aspiration there for you. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the time it was just, it's opportunities that have presented themselves over the years. And we've had whole shows about this that, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you see a door that's cracked open and and you want to you want to walk through it and every step i've learned something different which has helped prepare me for whatever is next so it's all built on top of itself and for the most part you know it's it's all been very good but there's still that part of me that wishes that i aspired for one very specific thing how do you know you haven't and you just don't necessarily know exactly what that one specific thing has been that's driven you every time. Yeah, maybe. Because there's got to be something that caused you to 
in many cases, throw that away mm-hmm. to go for this over here. Yeah. Like just something that was just a driving force in you. Yeah, and I mean, sometimes it was just a, a great opportunity that came up. Sometimes, you know, I mean, during the recession, I there was no choice but to pivot and make a move. Yeah, so that's interesting. So sometimes our aspirations can be built on being on our heels in life a little bit, like almost, okay, this isn't going... This probably is not going to go the way I want it to go, so I have to find another route. But the 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 aspiration doesn't necessarily need to change, nor should it change. I think that's the opposite of what we talked about last week, which was you can't have courage without fear, and fear is going to be something that's going to absolutely extinguish that aspiration. Like mm-hmm. there's, you just can't even you can't even see it. I think I think aspiration is somewhere halfway in between dreams and goals. And maybe hmm. I'm not maybe I shouldn't even look at this linearly. It's it's not necessarily have goals and have aspirations then have dreams or 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 vice versa. But I I really like what you said at the top of the show where it's like if you have aspirations you're actually working towards it in a way. The goal the goals are just these milestones. They're just these markers along the way saying, "Okay, I made it here. What's next? I made it here. What's next?" The aspiration doesn't necessarily ever change on that journey. It's just it's 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 the one guiding light that keeps it going, and I think dreams are a little too fuzzy. Like, I, I don't know. I'm I, candidly, I'm not a dreamer. Not that yeah. I'm not that I'm aware of. Yeah, and I mean, aspirations tend to change when we reach whatever we have aspired to be. Now, not everybody, but let's take a doctor for example. Well. You know, again, John aspires to be a doctor, so he goes to college, graduates, goes to medical school, becomes a doctor. Well, now he aspires to be a cardiologist, and yeah. so, and it's more. And then once he's there, he aspires to retire at age sixty, so that he can, you know, travel the world with his wife. Yeah, you know, so we we aspirations can certainly change, especially once we've reached a goal, or maybe a goal be- changes in front of us. I think often we don't really know what that end game looks like for us. And um, whenever I was preparing for this show, I was thinking about this whole difference between aspiration and goals. And goals are very much how-based. It's the things that we do along the way on how to do this and how to do that in concrete measuring sticks, whereas the aspirations are the why. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that that keeps moving us forward in and I'll even throw that word back in there I mentioned earlier, vision back into dreams. It's it's neat to have that that picture painted of where you want to be. Uh, one one of my favorite sayings is, uh, write your vision in pencil and give God the eraser. Because mm. what we think we may be moving towards, I think often we really have no idea, James. I, I think, it, so I'm 44, I think if I look at my life when I'm 70 years old, I, I really really have no idea. Yeah. I, I can have something to shoot for, and that would be something I would love to have a, uh, a healthy debate on, is how concrete or how jello should that vision be? How, how chiseled into stone should we, should we say, I want that, I want that, I want that? Because if you look at all the material out there, all the books, they say you've got to have these things. You, you can't you can't really move towards success without a very clear picture of where you want to go. And um, the closest I've ever gotten to that, it was a book called Living Forward by Michael Hyatt. And the 
the technique there isn't necessarily write a vision, is to write your eulogy. Mm. And what do you want? Well, how do you want to be remembered? What do you want people to say about you whenever you're done here? To me, that was way more powerful because that starts to drive behaviors and character and and values more than I'm going to do this to get that, or I'm going to I'm, I'm going to I'm going to go do this so that I can I can have that. And in a in a little bit, I'm going to share with you a list of these five things. I think it was five things. Maybe it was six things. No, five things that you can really aspire to be or aspire to have in life. And I don't necessarily agree with the the haves in in the collection of things. I think the aspiration should be all about who we are and who we want to become. Yeah, and as we started this conversation, we I, I pretty much drove it to our career. But there's so much mm. to aspire to other than your career. You know, and it's funny you talk about writing your own eulogy because, uh, as we've talked about on the show many times, uh, my good friend Brad Clark... Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, uh, passed away back in October um, in the line of duty with the fire department. And Brad did write his own did eulogy. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was read wow. at the um, funeral. And, you know, the thing about his eulogy, this note that he left behind in the case that this happened, is that it it didn't talk really a whole lot about his career. It talked about the fact that he had so many great friends that he loved and he loved making people smile mm-hmm. and laugh it talked about his children it talked about his wife so you know i think i think it would be uh, i think it would be bad if, if we went through the show only talking about professional aspirations yeah. because yeah. you know what what you aspire to in life should be a whole lot bigger than than a career it should be what do you aspire to be as as a husband or wife as a parent as a human being serving others um and and you know because like you said when when that day comes uh that eulogy probably isn't going to focus on your career Mm -mm. nobody's going to be talking about uh how many widgets right you are able to get out it's it's really insignificant in the big in the big scheme of things so i'm going to jump ahead a little bit to this five kinds of aspiration that i found from will mancini and number one is a thing to do. I, I you know, that's kind of cool. I think it's, I think it's cool to aspire to to do a thing. Like obviously, some people have aspired to climb Mount Everest. Yeah, that's a big freaking aspiration. Sometimes it's uh, just to go travel to a certain place or whatever. Um, it's an activity that many of you have put on your bucket list. I think that's cool. I, I think that actually keeps life spicy mm-hmm. is to aspire to to do those things. And I would challenge anybody that has those aspirations, are those aspirations to do it by yourself? Right. Or is that an aspiration just all for you? I think we have to have both. And we had um, uh, last week, we, we had a great people session here in the studio with a guy named Will Turner. Do you know Will? I don't think so. Yeah. So Will... Um, Will did 60 Ironmans last year. Oh, wow. Uh, that was actually technically 61, and that was exactly 61 more than I did. Yeah, me too. Funny. Um, and he's, I think, on his way to 100. Wow. Yeah. And so we talked about this uh, aspiration to, well, he broke a world record and wants to continue to do more. So we had this conversation about, is, is this for you or is this for other people? Mm-hmm. And he's all about for other people. It's like you set the example. So is the thing that you aspire to do 
just curing, just scratching an itch, or is this actually something that's setting example for other people? Mm -hmm. That's very powerful. Number two on here is aspire a place to go. Oh, maybe that was maybe I jumped ahead with the whole travel thing, so I'll just jump to number three. Uh, a skill to learn. Um, you're a pilot. You got your pilot's license. Yeah, you know that yep. that was an aspiration on a skill to learn. I know it was. I know several people that have this desire to learn as many skills as they have. Um, these are all these are all cool. Number four is um, is probably the one that I have more aspiration, which is an objective to achieve. And I think this is the biggest what if in people's life. It's like, what's my objective? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can aspire to reach a goal in your business or something like that. That's not what we're talking about here. It's like, what's your big objective in life? What's the big what's 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 the big calling that you're going after? And then number five, I'm I'm not all about this one at all, James. Aspired to have a possession, a possession to obtain. Now, why, why do you say, I know we don't want to be materialistic, but why, why are you Maybe not all why. about, why that's, are you not about that one? That's why. But what that's if it's why. something, but what if it's something that could bring great joy or experiences to you or your family? Like, I aspire to own a boat. I aspire to own an RV. Yeah. I aspire to own a dog. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I'm, I'm serious though, because, one? because there are things that there are things that we can aspire to own that are about creating experiences and memories yeah. versus, you know, I aspire to, you know, own an Armani suit or, you know, I, I aspire to drive a Maserati instead of a Ford, you know, that are, I don't well, know. It sounds like what you're describing is an, it, there's a nobler motive than just the possession to obtain because you were mentioning an experience to have with family. So Correct. maybe that's the actual aspiration. The position, the possession is just the tool to get there. And and I think that's um I think you know, I'd I'd have no problem with that. I think some some people just just desire to have a boat because it's always been their dream to have a boat. Right. And then you get the boat and you're like, well this is this is cool. But it just doesn't really do anything. But if that boat's constantly being used to create an experience with your family, let's face it, it probably was never really about the boat to begin with. Probably not. But, you know, you're right. And so what are your motivations? That's what's really important. Um, so how far can we see true aspirations? I, I want to dig back into this one because, James, I, I've used this analogy a lot. I think I've used it a couple times on the show most people in their life play checkers, and they're not playing with chess. Mm-hmm. They're literally, it's like the next step. The next, I'm just thinking about the next move, maybe perhaps the move right after that one. But all I can think about is today, tomorrow, maybe this week, and perhaps this month. But aspirations are beyond just this year. Like, where do I want to be when I'm 50? That gives me five years and a couple days to think about that. So... Five years, ten years, twenty years? How far can we really should we be looking at for our aspirations? What what what's what's the should be number there, do you think? I I just I think that that answer is different for every single person and for aspirations in different parts of your life. You know, I mean when I was my aspirations at, at age sixteen were very different than they are, <laughs> you know, at age forty. Yeah. And and yeah. they continue and they continue to change. So I think that that I think that question depends very largely on on what it is you're talking about. I also think that while aspirations are are hugely important, obviously we need to have aspirations, we need to have goals. 
we also need to live we need to live for today. Mm. And if we become obsessed with what is tomorrow, what is a month, a year, a decade from now, then we'll forget to enjoy the present. You know, I mean, you and I are both parents of of young kids and you know, my 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 kids aren't, you know, my my oldest turns 12 in a few weeks. Like wow. he was one yesterday. <laughs> and and so like trying to seize the day and and live in the present is also really important. And that balance, man, that that's a tough thing to figure out. Yeah. Boy oh boy. So it's about you have to live different today, but you also have to prepare and think about how you want to live live different yeah. tomorrow and the next day. And you were bringing up a great point about this whole where was I in my aspirations and goals and whatnot when I was 16. Um, and this is for our listeners right now. What were your aspirations 10 years ago? What were your aspirations 20 years ago? If you're not 20, then you probably didn't have any. But the question is, did you did you fulfill them? Did, did you fulfill those aspirations from 20 years ago? And whether you did or didn't, I'm curious, were they misguided? These are the... These are these are thought processes that I think everybody should go through. And I'm not saying live in the past. We have to be careful about the archaeological digs that we do on our life. I, I, if you've ever been through counseling, you know that's a big that's a big part of it. But if you've regularly found yourself having dreams and goals and aspirations, and then five, ten years, fifteen years later realize, wow, that that's that's not even what I really wanted. I mean, I, I can go back into my my late teens and early twenties and think about all the things that kind of like you, where I wanted to achieve. Um, I had no, I, I really had no clue. I really didn't. Right. Well, and and things things happen in your life that change that change that direction. You know, I love the expression. You know, life is life is what happens while you're making other plans. You know, it it. Life to me is all about the journey. And as you go down this journey, things are going, curtains are going to be opened in front of you that are going to change what your priorities are, mm -hmm. what is important to you, and what you want to do. I mean, this has happened to me multiple times, and it's mm -hmm. it's changed everything. And yeah. you never know, you never know when that curtain is going to open in front of you. It could be today. It could be a month. It could be next week. And it's going to happen throughout your life. And I know our listeners know what we're talking about here. And sometimes it's a positive thing. And sometimes, unfortunately, it's it's a negative thing that, that may force you to change. But your ability, your ability as a person to pivot, to try to see the positive and try to change your goals, change your aspirations, um, I, I don't know. I think to me that's that's a really important thing. And I think that's very frustrating. Maybe one of the more frustrating elements of life is to know that there is a curtain and it hasn't been opened yet, and it could have the answers that we're looking for. You could look at it. You could look at it that way. You could look at it as something that's very exciting. That you know that that this this journey is going to hold a lot of surprises for us, and and you never know. I mean, I tr I try to look at it as positive because I'll tell you in in my experience. Most of those, most of those curtains that have opened in front of me have have been led to very positive change. And then there's always the times where curtains open and we're unsure about them. Yeah, they're they're ruses. They're not the real curtains because 
we've almost forced certain things to to happen in our life that because we wanted something so bad, we aspire to be something or have something, and it was misguided, and we start to have this uh, predetermined path that we've tried to create, but it, it went down it re- it went down the wrong way, and begs a whole other question: is how do we know that our aspirations are right? Some people, some of you listening right now, you create disruption in your life almost to the point where you start to sabotage some of the really good things that that are that are happening to you. That it's just it's always got to be different, and sometimes we we need to sit back and wait for things. Mm-hmm. We have to have patience for the next step in our life, and when it happens, we just know, right? Just there's just certain moments where we know, oh, this is the right path I should go down, and then the next, you know, what I think of this 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 is the imagery that I have right now. It's that whole choose your own adventure, right? You 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 have to make a decision at some point. Now, I don't know about you, but I always, whenever I chose the wrong one, I'd always go back and rechoose. <laughs> now, life isn't like that, but at least we have this ability to see things not for what they what they are, but seeing things for, for what they could be. To me, that's kind of what the aspiration is. It's, it's like, what's here that I'm not seeing that could be a tremendous amount different if I just focus in on it a little bit or... Maybe I need to stop living my life by throwing my sail up and just letting the winds of life blow me wherever I want to go. Um, one thing is for sure, no, no matter what in this in this whole spectrum of conversation we're having about aspirations, no, no matter what, you were designed to have aspirations because you were not designed to stay exactly where you were. We are designed from growth. Unfortunately, from the time we were born, we are on our way to death. I mean, that's just how life is is constructed Everything in life is this constant growth pattern. Yet too often we want to just stay where we are and remain who we are. I think of this way with my kids too, James. It's kind of like, man, uh, we're just in this phase where the kids are are, are just getting bigger. And, and it's like, wow, why can't you just stay? I, I was telling this to, to Millie the other day. Why can't you just stay to be my little Millie? Because she's not little anymore. Yeah. And, she, and she's going to be constantly growing. But we often don't look at ourselves that way. We don't we don't realize that we are supposed to be growing in a very specific direction. Why wouldn't we want to have more control and direction over over where that growth is is gonna take place? Isn't that aspiration? It's aspiring to be somebody that I never thought I could be. And um and that does tie back into the vision and the goals and, and whatnot. So we're going to start to bring this plane in for landing and start talking about our um, aspire to live different framework. And coming back to this formula that we've been using on the show for quite a long time, uh, what you think controls how you feel, how you feel controls what you do, and of course all this controls who you are. So some questions that we need to ask ourselves, you need to ask yourself, is what do you aspire to think about because right now you have certain thoughts that are absolutely dominating your day. Sometimes if you get very uh, stressed out, people that maybe you don't get along with, um, you're, you're in some risky situations, there's some negativity happening in your life because of family issues or, or whatnot. And if you're like me, um, and I'm from Southwest Virginia, so I don't know if all of our listeners would understand what this means. I oftentimes get something stuck in my crawl. Mm-hmm. So what that means is 
something just absolutely dominates your thoughts, and you can't think about anything else because of that that one thing. And unfortunately, that takes a tremendous amount of energy away from the things that you should be thinking about. So what do you aspire to be thinking about all day? And I'm curious, James, from your perspective, if you... If you're the kind of person where you have a lot of control over your thoughts and you tend to manage that well, or if something disrupts your thinking a little bit, it, it just kind of takes over. I think it depends on the day. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, there are days that I have total control over my thoughts, my attitude, uh, everything. And then, yeah, there are certainly days that... that that I am controlled by my thoughts, hmm. and I don't, I don't know. You don't always see it coming, you know. But sometimes one thing can can set you off, and it's tough to recover mm-hmm. uh, for the day. Sometimes you didn't get much sleep. Maybe, maybe you've got some extra stressors going on. You know, point. I think that we always have to try to dominate our thoughts. You know, I love the, one of the very cliche expressions. You know, we all say to our kids, and sometimes. Our friends, spouses, employees—you know—you you can choose your attitude, <laughs> and and you can you can choose to wake up and be miserable. You can choose to wake up and be happy, yeah. uh, to be positive, negative, cynical, um, or not. And I try every day to wake up and be and be positive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, some days it gets the best of me. This is one of the reasons why I cut social media out of most of my life. And there's so much irony right now because I'm sharing that with you while we live stream on Facebook. Yeah. So uh, this is clearly something where it's do as I do as I say, not as I do. Right. But I found myself, the more I spent in the news watching videos on Facebook, looking at posts, it just, man, it started to dominate my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I think we've all had this moment maybe not all, but most of us had this moment where somebody posted something on Facebook, we commented, and we knew we shouldn't have commented, but we commented anyway with a disagreeing or, or an opposing view on something, and then it just starts to just dominate your your morning. Right. And you're like, why did I do that? Like, this is so ridiculous. We do have a tremendous amount of control over what we think, but it's easy to let go of that control. So we need to be very, very careful about that. Uh, the next one here, going from what we think controls how we feel, is feeling. And asking yourself, what emotions do you aspire to have? And James, I talk to a lot of people almost every day of the week where people talk about, man, I just wish I could be more like that person. And that's, oh, what, yeah. what, they're, that's what they're talking about here. It's like, I wish they could be more collected, or I wish I could be more collected. I wish I could be less emotional, or sometimes they wish they could speak up more, and they have these fears inside of them and, and whatnot. And and yeah, you can't just turn the emotions on and off in your life. It We, we wish we could just wake up and say, you know, I'm not going to be stressed out today. Boom. Because life doesn't work that way. Um, but what we think can control those emotions. So if you aspire to be a certain person with emotions or lacking a certain emotion, because I know some some of you right now are too emotional about certain things and you wish you could let go of some things, is aren't your aren't your relationships based on 
these emotions that you either have or don't have. I, I have a, uh, a friend that I've, he's become a friend, but he was a client first, where he's just regularly said, I wish I could exhibit more emotion in my family. I wish I could have more empathy. And I think that is a very fair emotion for any of us want to aspire to have. So you know, I'm curious, what are some emotions that you aspire to have that maybe you don't have? Some emotions that yeah, I, I don't know. I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with uh, with the. I, I mean, there are some personality traits that I wish I had. Okay, that what, were what would be one of those? I, I wish that I, I wish that I was more. I wish that I wanted to be more social. I wish I was. Oh. I wish I. I wish I was an extrovert. Um, really? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wish that I just loved. Uh, going out to, you know, that I was energized by other people. You know, we talk about this a lot in the show. Yep. Uh, introverts, people, doesn't mean you're shy and withdrawn, doesn't mean that, that you don't want to talk to people, but introverts means that you kind of have a bucket of energy, th- uh, social energy through the day, and it gets drained the more you talk to people. Extrovert means that that bucket actually starts like out empty it. and gets filled yeah. by talking to people. So I, I I sure would love to be the latter. But I like that one. Yeah. That's yeah. a that that's a good I I can re, I can relate to that. I was just having a conversation with someone last week where I told him I was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm more of an introvert than an extrovert." They're like, "What?" I'm thinking it's just a bucket of energy. Correct. I, yep. This person I talk to, you always see the bucket with with energy in it. You don't see me when the bucket runs out. I just wish my bucket had more energy during that. Oh, exactly. I mean, you know, yesterday we had family over for Easter and it was great. Um, when they left, I I found <laughs> that was a, great. I, I literally found a corner to great. sit in and just withdrew <laughs> to this corner because I was uh, like done. And if you're James family listening right now, don't worry, it was not you. Oh uh, no, yeah. it, it was somebody <laughs> it was, else. It was somebody else. <laughs> um so the next one on this what you think controls how you feel, how you feel controls what you do is the do is what do you aspire to do? What are you doing today that needs to continue? Or perhaps something that you're doing that needs to stop to tomorrow. And this is usually habits. Mm-hmm. Like, James, uh, I, I need. I wake up at 5 a.m. almost every day, but I don't necessarily get out of bed until 6. Uh-huh. I want to stop doing that. Mm. I, I aspire to when the alarm goes off at 5, and normally the alarm doesn't go off at 5, I just wake up at 5. I aspire to have a miracle morning. And if you're not familiar with that, it's a book called The Miracle Morning. Have you heard of that book? I have not, it's but I, I have the same... I, I would love to just wake up at 5 a.m. ready to go every day. Imagine how our lives could change, how different our life could be if we took just a little extra time in the morning. And most of us have most of our energy in the morning, believe it or not. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like it. But once you get up and moving, you're realizing this is my, this is my key time here is... That could have a transformational impact on the rest of your day, yeah. just by investing in that time. So that's that's one of the actions that I aspire to have. And you know what's interesting? Because we're going to lead right into this last one. All this thinking, feeling, doing leads right into who you are. Who do you aspire to be? I think the answer to the question of who do you aspire to be is a culmination of the other three questions. What do you aspire to think about, aspire to feel, aspire to do? And those are all in-the-moment things, aren't they? I mean, you mentioned this earlier. It's like you have to still live in the moment. So many of our aspirations have to live in the here and now, in the moment. Who do I aspire to be, or what do I aspire to do today so that whenever I look forward 5, 10, 15, 20 years, or at the eulogy moment that we talked about earlier, that that 
aspire to be happens. We, we can't aspire to be somebody in 20 years and start working on that in, 19, in 19 years from now. Right. It, it just, life just does not work that way. It's too complicated. It takes too much time. We are, we are designed to grow that way. So folks, you, you can't wait for tomorrow to have these aspirations. These aspirations have to start today in the most minute details of your life thinking, doing, feeling, so that who you want to be will be there next year, will be there in five years, will be there in 20 years. And I know some of you are living a fairly messy life right now, especially in your relationships. Get through these moments in life and then start working on who you want to be in five years so that this is preventative maintenance. You don't have to worry about these kind of situations again. That's right. That's right. And with these aspirations, again, another common theme we come back to uh, as as you have certain as, in aspirations in life, make sure that they're ones that are moving towards something in motivation and not away from something. Uh, you know, again, we we make major decisions in our lives for generally one of one of two very simple reasons: we're either moving towards something or away from something. And the ability to know the difference mm-hmm. is really important. And so. As, as your aspirations change, make sure that you really understand what it is that, that's driving you, and, and is that coming from the right place? That's a very, very, very good point. And you've been with us for a long time, perhaps. I know we have some listeners that have been listening to our show since the very first episode, which was in June of 2017. Our next episode, this was episode 99. Wow. Our next episode is our centennial episode 100. James, the pressure is on us. We we have big aspirations for our show next time. It better be good. Yeah. It's just 100. It, very few things make it to 100 in, in, today's, <laughs> in today's world. That's true. And so the only reason that we've been able to last this long is because of the folks that have been hanging out here with us week after week, listening to us. So, so thank you all for being here and allowing us to be a part of your journey. Of course, you can get uh, all of our videos and, and writings and musings and, and audio on our website at greatpeopleshow.com. We have a, a new link now you can go to to just go directly and listen to this in the, in the player of your choice. It's, it's gopod.me slash greatpeopleshow.com. So G-O-P-O-D dot M-E slash greatpeopleshow will take you right there. James, thanks for being here with us this morning. Wouldn't man. have missed it, buddy. Is, continue, uh, continue to enjoy your your spring wherever you are, and and whatever you're doing today, just change one thing, and then you will be living different. See ya. Thanks for joining us. Tune in to the Great People Show again next week 